0: Film Fair ke Manch Par Honge, Ranbir Kapoor, Karina Kapoor Khan, Karti Varun Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor, or Sara Ali Khanke electrifying performances. To Huchayitayar for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat's Tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 p.m. Only on ZT-
1: the Johnson Wax program with Fibra Magee and Molly. makers of Johnson's Wax products for home and industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, B. Benaderet, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. The music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. <laughs> When your spring cleaning is over, all your light-painted woodwork will be beautifully clean and shining. That's fine, but it's a problem to keep it spotless, isn't it? If you wash and scrub woodwork too often, you may injure the finish. What's the answer? Why, Johnson's Cream Wax, that newest Johnson's Wax Polish, especially designed for furniture and light woodwork. In addition to wax, this creamy white liquid contains several cleansing ingredients, so it cleans and polishes at the same time. Johnson's Cream Wax is easy to use, needs very little rubbing. You just apply it, then polish lightly. Fingerprints and smudges completely disappear. It also leaves the surface satin smooth and beautifully wax polished. Johnson's Cream Wax gives similar lustrous beauty and wax protection to enameled surfaces like refrigerators, to tabletops and kitchen cabinets, and many other things. You probably already use Johnson's Paste and Liquid Wax. Well, try Johnson's Cream Wax, too. You'll like it. Time, early morning, the cast, Mrs. McGee, a charming housewife, her husband, a rather dreary character, and a large, wet fish, wearing an expression of surprise and horror. The place, 79 Westful Vista, the home of Bibber McGee and Molly. Look at that fish, will you?
2: A ten-pounder if he weighs an ounce, and I caught her. Look at him.
3: You look at him, dearie A defunct fish has no beauty for me They all have a look in their eyes like a head waiter who had just been tipped ten cents
2: Well, it's beautiful to me, baby Lying there in that sink is the toughest, fightingest, smartest bass that ever had his picture on a hardware calendar (laughs) Old muley, the demon of Dugan's Lake Old whaty? Old muley The fish that every guy for 40 miles around has been trying to gaff for five years And who finally hauled him in? I did. That's who, your ever-loving husband. A new chapter in fishing history has been wrote this morning.
3: Say, uh, what time did you go out to Dugan's Lake, dearie? Something woke me up about six and I discovered it was you. Not snoring.
2: (laughs) My gosh, at six a.m. I'd already been out on the lake for two hours. Oh, gee, it was beautiful. Did you ever see the sun come up behind Borgelstaff's brewery? (laughs)
3: No, I never did, sweetheart
2: And to think I was the only fisherman in town With ambition and energy enough to get out before daybreak You want to hear how I landed him? Okay, well, sir, there I was, sitting in a rowboat When all of a sudden I heard a big splash Old Muley No, my lunch, it fell overboard
3: Tough luck
2: No, it was a stroke of fortune Old Muley went after them jelly sandwiches Like Congress after Chester Bowles (laughs) That kept Old Muley hanging around my boat, you see
3: Too bad you didn't have some hot dogs with a pickerel in the middle and the mustard, etc. <laughs> uh,
2: well, sir, I eased my line gently over the side.
3: I eased my line over the
2: side, and whammo, old muley struck.
3: What for shorter hours and longer worms?
2: <laughs> no, sir, he hit that line like a fat lady at a nylon sale.
4: <laughs>
2: and using a delicate wrist motion, I played him in and out like a yo yo. Pretty soon, I could see he was getting tired, and he could see I was getting tired. It was a battle of strength and wits.
3: Well, knowing how it came out, this is sort of like sitting through a movie the second time.
2: Well, sir, there I was, sitting there in the boat, and suddenly it was all over. (laughs) There he was, in the bottom of the boat. There was tears in my eyes. And there is now, too. I was all choked up. I could hardly speak.
3: Well, you're very emotional about catching a mere fish.
2: It wasn't emotion. In the excitement, I'd swallowed my cigar butt. (laughs) Anyway...
3: Come in. Hello, folks. Anybody home? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wimple. Come on out and have a cup of coffee.
5: Oh, thank you, Mrs. McGee. I see you have the same trouble with the city water we do. Imagine a fish that big coming out of the faucet.
2: <laughs> that fish, Wallace, my lad, did not come out of the faucet. He come out of Dugan's Lake. That is old muley, the biggest gamest bass that ever thumbed his gills at a fisherman.
3: This is the opening day of the season, you know, Mr. Wimple.
5: My goodness. So that's what Sweetie Face meant. What do you mean? Sweetie Face, that's my big old wife, (laughs) told me just this morning, Wallace, you poor fish, she said, you'd better stay in the house for a few days, (laughs) she said. But then she was a little annoyed with me at the time, I suppose. Why was she, Mr. Wimple? Oh, just because I made a teensy little joke. She was doing some weightlifting, and her forehead was all perspiration... And I came in and said Hello, sweaty face
4: <laughs>
2: That's the kind of remark That'll get your neck tied in the lovers Not one of these days, Wimp.
5: Oh, you're so right, Mr. McGee Particularly after last night
3: What happened last night, Mr. Wimple? If you're healed up enough to tell us
5: Oh, we had another argument, Mrs. McGee I wanted to go out And Sweetie Face didn't want me to but I won.
2: At a boy, Wimp. You went out, eh?
5: Like a light, Mr. McGee. <laughs>
4: Did
5: you ever know you could knock a man my size unconscious with a copy of the reader's digest?
4: <laughs>
3: is that possible?
5: It is if you leave it between two brass bookends. Gracious. <laughs> <laughs> When I came to, I had a headache clear down my shoulder and under my arm.
2: Horse feathers, how could you have a headache under your arm?
5: That's where my head was. (laughs) My, that is a big mackerel you caught, Mr. McGee. That
3: is not a wimperle, Mr. Mackle. Or,
4: uh...
3: (laughs) I mean mackerel, Mr. Wimple. It's a bass. Isn't it a beauty?
5: Yes, I suppose so. But would you mind turning it the other way? It's... Got a look in its eye like Sweetie Face when she catches me shaking my piggy bank.
4: <laughs>
5: Are you gonna cook it tonight?
2: Cook it. We don't cook this fish, Wimp. It's gonna be mounted on a plaque and hung over the mantle. Just as soon as I can get in touch with a dermatologist.
3: No. No, you mean taxidermist, dearie?
2: I do.
5: I thought a taxidermist was a guy
2: that stood out in front of a hotel with a whistle and stuffed people into
5: cabs. <laughs> Oh, no, Mr. McGee. Anyway, you don't mean a dermatologist. Why don't I? Because a dermatologist is someone who has made a study of the skin, Mr. McGee.
2: That's what I says, Dad Ratat. I want the skin of this fish mounted for my study.
5: Well, I might as well go home, I guess. I can't win here either. (laughs) Goodbye now.
1: Willie Mills Orchestra, the King's Men, and all the cats join in.
2: I can hardly wait to see Doc Gamble's puss when he hears I caught old muley.
3: Incidentally, I hope you don't plan to leave that fish lying in my kitchen sink all day.
2: Oh, I just want to leave it there till the photographer gets here, you Tell see. Till who I,
3: gets here?
2: The photographer from the Whistle Vista Gazette. Gonna take my picture holding the fish. I think if I sit here and hold it on my lap and you stand behind me with your hand on my shoulder and a proud look on no, your face... No, no,
3: oh, no, no. <laughs> no, thank you, pet. Not this time. Come in. Come in. Oh, it's Mrs. Carstairs. Hello, Millicent.
6: Good day, my dear. And, Mr. McGee? Hiya,
2: Carsty. Did you hear about me catching old muley? Good heavens, no. Will you be quarantined? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> old muley is not a disease, Millicent. It's a fish. In other words, it isn't catching, it's caught.
6: Oh, a fish.
2: The biggest, gamest, smartest bass in this part of the country, Carsty. I got up before daybreak, went out to Dugan's Lake and Jack Robinson.
3: Who's Jack Robinson?
2: The fellow I had this big fish in the bottom of my rowboat before you could say it. (laughs) (coughs) You done much fishing, Karsty?
6: Oh, some, Mr. McGee. Mostly deep-sea fishing.
2: Oh.
6: One year, Mr. Carstairs and I brought home a live octopus we'd captured. We kept it in a pool in the backyard.
3: Heavenly days, an octopus is a rather odd sort of pet, isn't it, Millicent?
6: Oh, this was a very intelligent creature, my dear. But it seemed to be at such a loss to know what to do with those eight long arms that Mr. Costes taught it to play two tables of bridge.
2: <laughs> oh, now, Millie.
6: Oh, it's a, it's a fact, Mr. McGee. It was simply amazing to see the ungainly thing shuffle and deal.
3: I suppose the two arms that were playing dummy passed the time of the game of cribbage.
6: No, dominoes, my dear. <laughs> Three decks of cards were too confusing.
2: Whatever happened to him, Karsty, I presume it was a him.
6: Well, we think it was a female, Mr. McGee. Oh, it was always throwing kisses to the gardener. <laughs> we finally had to dispose of her.
3: Shoot her, Millicent?
6: Oh, no, my dear. Not that handsome intelligent creature. We sold her to the Chicago police, and she's now directing traffic at State and Madison.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, uh, this has all been very interesting. At least to me It's so nice to have seen you Good day
2: I don't believe a word of it An octopus playing bridge I can't even play bridge very good myself
3: Now don't you say that, dearie I don't know anybody who plays bridge more like an octopus than you do
2: (laughs) Gee, honest
3: Cross my heart. When you get to dealing and reaching for the salted nuts, adjusting the lights, straightening the legs of the table, and passing the cigars all at the same time, I'd swear you had eight arms.
2: Yeah, but I don't.
3: Come in. Well, hello there, Dr. Gamble. Hello,
2: Molly. Hello, Jam Face. Good morning, Lancelot. I'm glad you called because I have a very important announcement.
3: And usually people don't announce things to a doctor, he announces things to them.
2: Well, get with it, Gabby. <laughs> okay. Now, look, fatso, you know what I did this morning? I went out to Dugan's Lake, and with the skilled patience and fortitude for which I am noted, I caught the biggest bass in inland waters, Old Muley. Well, that isn't such a thing. You, you did what?
3: He caught Old Muley, doctor. It's out in the kitchen sink, packed in ice cubes, which are melting slightly faster than our refrigerator can make them.
2: And if you're a good boy, a iodine, I might take you out in the kitchen and unveil it, so what's the matter? Now, let me... <laughs> let me get this straight, you little bandit, you poacher. You went out this morning and caught the big bass.
3: That he did, doctor, that he did.
2: Well, of all the dirty, double-crossing, illegal, low-down, unsportsmanlike... What's thing, so
3: unsportsmanlike and illegal about
2: beating you guys to old muley on the first day of the season, you big sore head? If I'm ambitious look, enough to... what day is this?
3: May the 7th, doctor.
2: He knows very well what day it is, Molly. He knows the fishing season opens today. Yes. At midnight.
3: At midnight? At midnight?
4: <laughs>
2: oh, my gosh, I never. I, I thought it was. You another... are in trouble, Buster.
4: <laughs> oh.
3: Heavenly days, this is terrible. Oh. Doctor, is there any way you can give artificial respiration to a fish? <laughs> is it too late to. Yes. Yes, I suppose it did. Gee,
2: Doc, what am I going to do? It was all a mistake I'll It's I thought a mistake that... that'll cost you plenty, Chisler.
3: <laughs> is there a heavy penalty for fishing out of season, Doctor? They'll
2: throw the book at him, dear girl He's going up the river, but not for fish When you see him again, he'll have a crew haircut And be talking out of the side of his mouth I'll never know such a thing This was an honest mistake And when I explain it to the game warden Hey, who is the game warden?
3: <laughs>
2: Chap named Jordan Gordon Jordan
3: How interesting Gordon Jordan the Warden.
2: <laughs> look, Doc, is he, uh... Does he belong to the Elks? No, he does not. And he's thoroughly incorruptible, if you had any idea of buying your way out of this jam with a fast sawbuck.
3: Now, look, boys, let's be realistic. Who would report this to Gordon Jordan the Warden? I'm sure you wouldn't, Doctor. And I know Mrs. Carstairs wouldn't. Who else knows about it, dearie?
2: Well, I called the Gazette and... <laughs> I told the guy at the filling station when I wanted to use the phone to call the Gazette. I told Mort Tooth because I borrowed a nickel from him to make the call when I called the Gazette from the filling station. I told a fellow named Harry who was with Mort when I borrowed the nickel to use the phone to make the call. In other words, station. you told everybody in town. Hmm? Sonny, I wouldn't be in your well-worn, unshined, oversized shoes for all the ore in Oregon. Now, look, Doc, you wouldn't turn me in. Not you.
1: Not my old fishing pal, Doc. Who's an old fishing pal of whose?
3: Hello, Molly. Hi, Doc.
1: Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hello, Junior. What's cooking, fellas? Getting ready for the opening day of the bass season tomorrow? Because if you are, count me in. I want to crack at old muley this year. (laughs) The fishing season for old muley is over, Harlow.
3: Yes, it is, Mr. Wilcox.
1: What? This little piscatorial pirate,
2: this... (laughs) this poacher, this... this... Thief in the night. This thief in the night sneaked out to Dugan's Lake today. This morning, Harlow, in the
1: wee small hours and caught old Muley. Oh no.
3: Out of season? He didn't mean to, Mr. Wilcox. For the first time in his life he got somewhere early, and it was wrong.
1: <laughs> of course I didn't do it on purpose. You believe me, don't you, Harlow? Look, ignorance is no excuse in the eyes of the law, pal. Oh, sure. oh that's terrible. Old Muley. He's out in the kitchen. In the sink. Under a
2: sack. <laughs> uh, never mind, McGee. I, I'd rather not see him. It's like an old friend,
1: betrayed. Pal, I never thought you'd do a thing like that. Yeah, but gee whiz, fellas, I... Th- Those laws are made to give the fish a chance, pal. Yes. That's the protection they have against their enemies. Yes. Just as Johnson's wax is the protection your furniture has against dirt and dust and dampness
3: Yes, but Mr. Wilcox Johnson's
1: is... wax protects your floors and fine woodwork against their enemies yes, Keeps but... them bright and gleaming, gives them the protection they need Yes, The but... protection all worthwhile things must have if they're to survive Yes,
2: but
1: If you didn't protect your precious belongings, they'd soon be gone yeah, but what that And if of... we don't protect our game fish against poachers, they'll soon be gone too And I've got to get going myself, kid
2: I'll go with you, Harlow We won't turn you in, McGee. That's up to your conscience. Doggone it, my conscience is clear. I just made a mistake, that's all. I hope the judge
1: sees it that way.
2: Oh, dear.
1: Well, look, pal, don't you worry about having to spend any time in a dark, dingy old jail cell. I can at least keep you from that. You can, Waxy? Well, gee, that's mighty nice of you. Sure, I'll send you a couple of cans of Johnson's Wax. You can have the brightest, shiniest cell in a couple of days that anyone ever served six months in. So long, Molly. and My Fickle Eye. I'm a fickle guy. I've got a roving
7: eye. Take warning from the start. My eyes are bigger than my heart. I can't be true to no one. No matter how I try on a cover, of my Fickle Eye, Fickle Eye, Fickle Eye, Fickle Eye. Now I may say I love you. And then bid you goodbye on account of my pickle-eye, 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 pickle-eye.
4: When I look at
7: someone I could adore, I see another someone much better than the one before. And so I guess I'll always remain a single guy on account of my pickle-eye, 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 pickle-eye. over here, what a cutie There's another over there, what a beauty There's one I like much better How's about that chick in the sweater? <laughs> oh, me, oh, my What a pickle eye I, 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 Just can't keep from looking At every passerby On account of my pickle eye Pickle eye, pickle eye, pickle eye I like so many I don't know who I'm dreaming of That's why my every promise Turns out to be a lie On account of my Pickle Eye My Pickle Eye My Pickle Eye, Pickle Eye, Pickle Eye, Pickle Eye
2: See, this is an awful mess, Molly i always been known as a pretty good sportsman Always put out my fires in the woods Never shoot a sitting bird Never come into camp with my loaded gun Obey all the rules And now look at me Catching fish out of season
3: Well, you didn't realize it was out of season, mm. dearie You know what I'd do if I were you? What? Call the game warden and tell him the whole story Your past record will speak for you I thought you'd be doing that while I was out shopping
2: Yeah, but what if this warden Gordon Jordan is a tuppy? He can throw me in the sneezer for five years. I'll have my picture in all the papers. Oh, my gosh, the photographer. If he comes, don't let him in. He was
3: already here. He was here. Oh. I told him the doctor had just been here and you had a severe attack of Eurofloridana and couldn't see anybody. I had what? Eurofloridana. That's Latin for largemouth black bass.
4: <laughs>
3: I looked it up. Now, look, Pat, call the warden and confess. Get it over with.
2: I don't know, maybe... maybe... Everybody
3: in town knows it anyway.
2: My gosh, they do at that. Well, sir, as long as somebody's bound to snitch on me anyway, I might as well do my duty. <laughs> Never let it be said that Pippa McGee dodged an issue when cornered like a rat.
3: <laughs> Hand me the phone. That's the spirit, dearie, here.
2: Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me the fish and game Commission. Isn't that you, Mert? <laughs> Not this week, Mert. I'm in trouble enough. Let me speak to Gordon Jordan, the warden. Yeah, Hello, is this Warden Jordan? Look, Gordon, this is Pipper McGee at seventy nine Whistle Vista. I caught a big bass out of season this morning by mistake. You wanna come over and discuss it? You do, eh? Okay, Gordy. Goodbye.
3: How'd he sound, McGee?
2: Sounded like the voice of doom. Sore as a crapshooter's knees. Granted, why didn't somebody tell me the season didn't open till midnight? My gosh, I would have been glad... If
3: that's Gordon Jordan the warden, he must be jet propelled. Come in. Oh, thank goodness. Mayor Latrivia.
2: Hello, Molly.
0: Good day, McGee. Say, what's the matter? You're as pale as a fish's stomach.
3: An unfortunate simile, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> Himself here's up to his clavicle in fish.
2: I done wrong, Latrivia. I caught a big bass out of season. Well, that
0: wasn't very good judgment, McGee.
3: no.
2: However, as long as it wasn't old muley out at
0: Dugan's Lake, Uh, Oh, yeah,
3: but it was old muley, Your Honor.
2: What? (laughs) Look, Latreff, I didn't realize the season started at midnight. I thought it started this morning. That's all. Well, everybody makes mistakes.
3: I'm sorry you didn't get a chance at old muley yourself, Mr. Mayor.
0: Oh, that's all right, Mrs. McGee. There are still plenty of fish out there. In
2: fact, I think I'll take my rod and reel out there tomorrow morning. You better not do that, kiddo. They don't approve of that stuff out there. In fact, if they know it, they won't even rent you a boat. Who won't rent me a boat if they know what?
3: Your condition.
2: And what is my condition? It's pretty obvious, isn't it? You reeling out there with your fish fishbowl and staggering... I up. didn't say I was reeling anyplace.
3: You said you were going to take your rod and reel out to Dugan's Lake, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> now, personally, I am not one to criticize a person's habits, but if I may be so bold... Uh, just
0: a moment, Mrs. McGee. I'm getting a little fed up with having you two people involve me in these nonsensical arguments. I think you're trying to
2: bait me into making a fool of myself. Let's drop it, Molly. Look at the trouble I'm in just from baiting a hook.
3: Very well, McGee. Sorry, Your Honor. You take your fish pole and go reeling out to Lake Dugan any time you like.
0: Thank you. Now then, McGee, if you'll give the exact circumstances of the case, I think I might influence the game warden to be...
3: Whatever you're going to influence him to do, get ready to do it, Mr. Mayor. Come in. Come in.
0: Stop shaking, McGee. This is not a hanging
2: offense. <laughs> McGee's residence, I'm Gordon Jordan, the warden.
3: Oh, how do you do, I'm sure. Uh, this is his honor, Mayor Latrivia.
2: How do you do? How do you do? How do you do?
3: And uh, <laughs> this is the unfortunate lad who, in his manly way, wants to make ribbons. Well, uh, look,
2: warden, I was merely... Let me see the fish, please.
3: I'll get it, McGee. Though so how a mere slip of a girl like me is supposed to carry a like that, I'll never know. If
0: uh, <laughs> I may intrude a word, Warden, without attempting to unduly influence your judgment, I can assure you that this whole matter was me... Min- Let me handle this, LaGrid. <laughs>
4: now,
2: look, Bud, I... Oh, excuse me. Have a cigar? No, thanks. I have one. You got two? Thanks.
3: <laughs>
2: I'll smoke it after dinner.
3: Well, here it is, gentlemen. The corpus delecti.
2: Let me have it, please, Miss McGee. Hmm... Saprinus carpio. Ah, it's a beauty, isn't it? Oh, of its type, yes. What do you mean of its type? That's the finest bass that was ever caught in inland water, Bud. If you're so ignorant that you—McGee. You...
4: Huh?
0: Oh,
2: have a cigar, Warden. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> oh, you got one. <clears throat> How do you fix the fines in cases like this, Warden?
0: They're so much a pound? Ordinarily, yes. And this is about ten pounds. Yes, but there won't be
2: any fine.
3: Oh, you mean he has to go to jail? Oh, McGee, you— It's can't... false
2: arrest. That's what it is. And by George, I'll not— Please, please, there won't be any arrest. There isn't even a case Mr. McGee, accept the thanks of the State Fish and Game Commission For removing this fish from Lake Dugan What? This isn't a bass, it's a carp We've been trying to clear them out of Lake Dugan for 20 years You can catch all these you want anytime Good day
0: Well, well, I guess that settles that, McGee Now I'll reel out... uh, Now I'm going out to Dugan Lake myself and fish for old Muley. A good day.
3: He may fish for him, but he won't catch him. Why won't he? Because old Muley is still out in the kitchen sink.
2: What? Then what's this?
3: You heard what the man said. This is a carp. Huh? And don't think I didn't have to run all over town trying to find one big enough.
2: Oh, this is humiliating.
1: Have you noticed when your friends look in for a little visit in the evening... How often you all end up back in the kitchen. There's something very cozy about a little snack in this favorite of all rooms. Well, when friends and neighbors do drop in, you can always lead them proudly into your kitchen if you keep your linoleum floors wax polished and sparkling with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Even dull, rather old linoleum shines like a million when you glow coat it. The bright colors are restored and the attractive patterns stand out again. Spilled things or muddy tracks are quickly wiped up with a damp cloth. Of course, it isn't for looks or beauty alone that millions of women glow coat their kitchen floors. It's also because glow coat protects linoleum against everyday wear. Makes it last much longer. Glow coat needs no rubbing or buffing. It shines as it dries. Doesn't streak either. Just apply and let dry. That's all there is to it. Try it, won't you? Johnson Self-Polishing Glow Coat.
3: This ought to teach you a lesson.
2: It has, Snooky. It has.
3: Next time you catch a big fish like that, keep quiet about it. <laughs> you have too much in common.
2: What do you mean? What have I got in common with a big mouth bass? Oh I...
3: oh.
2: I see. Insulting, but true.
3: <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. Uh,
1: This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson's wax products for home and industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. <laughs> this is the National
4: Broadcasting Company.
0: Hindi the biggest blockbuster when Karan host Film Fair film fair. Ranbir Kapoor, Kapoor Khan, Janvi Kapoor Ali electrifying performances. for Hindi Cinema's celebration biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat Tourism on Sunday 18th February 9pm